break it down, down like this. Along everyone to Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. My name is Hayden Sherman. It's so good to have your company once again as we go through another workout. We are into another little block of training, and this is a very exciting block because it's drawing on the inspiration of a famous Australian marathon runner and a 10,000 meter runner and cross country runner. He was sort of a, a multi purpose distance, distance athlete. His name is Steve Monaghetti. The workout that he had made famous is the Mona Fartlek. Now, this is anyone from Australia who's listening to this will know this workout very well. It's a very famous workout in Australian circles in particular, but has really travelled around the world because of its because of its beauty, its numerical beauty, its punishing ability beauty, and its its feeling of fast and intensity and ability to shift the workout f- to do different purposes. So today we're going to do a standard version of it. Next week we're going to do a modified version and then the following week we'll do another modified version but this is the standard one to get you started so the workout is it's a fartlek session so it is two times 90 seconds four times 60 seconds four times 30 seconds four times 15 seconds now the recoveries in between those are exactly the same as the length of the the effort so if you do 90 seconds hard you'll do 90 seconds easy so you start off with that two times 90 seconds then you step down to 60 seconds you do four of those then you step it down again to 30 seconds you'll do four of those you step that down again to do 15 second efforts and you do four of those now the paces will get faster as you go but this is by feel I don't want you targeting a certain speed just run it by feel do it as you like I want to give you that freedom if you want to make this more like a sort of a 3k pace even mile pace you know turn it up totally fine if you want to slow it back down and make it more of a recovery turn the legs over at half marathon 10k pace go for it Remember, the recovery is the same period as the effort. And one more time, I'll read through it. Two times 90 seconds, four times 60 seconds, four times 30 seconds, four times 15 seconds. So if you've done the maths in your head, which I imagine most of you haven't if you're out there running at the moment, the maths adds up to this workout's perfectly 20 minutes. When you include the recoveries, there's exactly 10 minutes worth of work in there and exactly 10 minutes worth of recovery. Now, whenever you see a one-to-one recovery interval, it's usually a good signal that this is a VO2 max type session. Usually, you know, if you're doing, um, I don't know, an 800 meter rep at VO2 max pace, let's say it takes you three minutes, you'd usually allow three minutes worth of recovery for that. It's getting to the higher end, sort of becoming a bit anaerobic, getting a bit faster, that higher end aerobic. So when we have that sort of ratio, that's usually what we're looking for. But what are we in particular trying to get out of this way of building a session? Like what did Steve Monangetti look for in this type of session? Well, ultimately, 
It's about freedom. It's a fartlek session. So you can't get away from the fact that this is about giving you the freedom to choose, self-select how hard you're going to go. And as I said in the intro segment, you can make this into a really high intensity, full-on session where you're only just recovering before you go again. And it's by the time you're at those 15 seconds bursts, it's just like 15 seconds hard and then only 15 seconds to recover. And it's very full-on. Or like I say, you can drop this right back to like half marathon pace and it's actually a really fun just recovery session. So based on where you are in your training and your um, maybe you've got a race coming up, you know, if it's race week, you'd probably want to wind it back and do it more like let's say it's a half marathon. Maybe you do half marathon pace. Um Maybe you raced at the weekend and this is sort of five days out from that and you just want a recovery, tick the legs over. So it's up to you how how you structure it. But that really spells out the beauty of the fartlek sessions in general. It gives you that freedom to play with it. Now, the other things that we're, we're getting out of this is there's good potential here for good speed development in terms of these uh, shorter intervals, possibly faster if you're choosing that. So it gives you a good amount of uh, time to focus on uh, running fast and running well. But as I also said, the recoveries are the same as the work. So you're going to be working reasonably hard as well. So it's a nice matchup of quality and intensity that we're going to get out of this session. So that's for me how I um, how I look at this session. It's a real freedom session. It can be as intense or as quality or as sort of recovery as you want to make it. So it's up to you to decide what sort of flavor, what sort of spin you're going to put on this one. Right, so some quick notes on how to attack this workout. First of all, the course is all important. Now, especially if you're going to be running fast, I would love you to be doing this on a trail, but if you are running fast, especially when we get down to those 15 segments, second segments at the end, you're running fast, you're tired, and we don't want routes in the way or tight corners or people that you're going to crash into or traffic lights. You want a nice clear runway. So ultimately this sort of workout would be so good on a, like a dirt gravel road where you've got a lot of clear space in front of you, but the ground's just a little bit changeable to keep it interesting and keep you having to work a bit rather than just sort of fine slot into that rhythm as you would on the road or the track. So I would definitely encourage you to not do this one on the track to get out onto a trail. But the other thing that I would say is let's start find your course and find a logical start point and follow that course so that you can compare how far you travel in the 20 minutes from this week to a couple of weeks later where we're going to do the same session. Now, I don't want you to think about racing the entire workout today. We want those jog recoveries nice and easy, but I just want to get a little line in the sand. So you go hard for 90 seconds, then jog, go hard for 90 seconds, then jog, and so on and so on. When you get to the end of the 20 minutes, so after that final 15 second recovery, just make a mental note of where you finish. Um, And we're going to do the same course again in two weeks, tweak it a little bit and then compare the differences. So let's do a little marker in the sand for this this week. Um, And as I say, 
keep it safe. Definitely don't want any traffic around. Definitely don't want any routes that you're going to trip on. You can do this workout nice and fast. So we want to be able to express that speed safely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just a little um, thought for the week. Let's let's explore who the Steve Monangiri uh, guy is. Sorry, I just knocked something over in the studio. Let's explore who this guy is. Um, so he's an Australian who really raced predominantly in the in the eighties and nineties. I think he did the the two thousand Olympics in the marathon as well. Um, I've got a little note here, four-time Olympian. So he he clocked up a few, fair few Olympics. Didn't win any Olympic medals but or did he did no he didn't that's right it was the world uh world marathon champs that he got the bronze medal in he won a bunch of commonwealth games medals uh but never really cracked it in in the the big stage at the olympics but so picked up that bronze in 1997 if i can read my handwriting properly but one of the big results that really put uh, him on the map was this uh, fourth place at the World Cross Country Champs in 1989. Now, for those outside of, if you don't follow elite running, you might not understand the the gravity of even coming top 10 in the World Cross Country Champs. It's always very deep fields. You've got all of the best distance runners competing like you'll get a lot of marathoners stepping down to do world cross get a lot of 5,000 sort of 3,000 meter runners stepping up um it's a real real test of your strength and your endurance so a workout like this is really a a good testament to how Steve Monangetti got to that place in, in fourth place in, in the World Cross Country Champs. This sort of work, this sort of high-end running fast, alternating between fast and, and slow or fast and, and less fast. He used to mix this sort of work up a, a, a lot. And that gave him the ability to attack cross-country courses really well, to you know charge up a steep hill and then have that recovery, those little surges in pace, which really really pays off in a cross country. Um, so you can really see how we developed um, that sort of strength from these sorts of workouts. So keep that in mind as you're doing the workout. This is sort the sort of workout that builds the sort of athlete that can uh, get top five at the World Cross Country Champs. Um, other things he's he's done in his past, he won the Great North Run in the UK. Now this is one of the big um, sort of non-marathon, non-standard distances, distance races in the world um, or is it a half marathon I believe it's actually a half marathon isn't it um, so he won that in 1990 he's also the current course record holder in the Sydney City to Surf uh, race which is the biggest foot race in the world I believe um, so he did that in 1997 his PBs really quickly 13.25 for the 5k 10k is 27.47 half marathon one hour and six seconds oh man that six seconds is very painful and his marathon time number two all time in australia 208 16 that is just what is it 25 seconds behind the the great robert de costella so 
the guy was a beast and he had incredible strength. But as you can tell by, by his ability in that cross country, I think his, his ability to take on challenging courses and challenging conditions is his real strength. And look, you've got to give that sort of strength to this sort of fartlek training. It's why so many Australians in particular, but people all around the world have, have seized on this workout as being such a cool way to build strength, intensity, um, that max um, top end aerobic capacity, also build that speed, ability to run fast when you're tired. So following in the footsteps of a real legend with this workout. So we're going to have fun with it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And there we are, ladies and gentlemen. I need to go and pick up my daughter from school. I just had a look at the clock. I better get cracking, jump on the skateboard and, and pick her up. But have fun with this workout. It's the first of the monofartleks that we're going to tackle. This is the standard one, and then we're going to try tweaking it over the next two weeks after this one. Have fun with it. Let me know how you get on with it on social media. I'd love to be tagged into your, uh, to your workouts if you post about this. At Run Tempo Fit. Happy running, everyone. Ciao. Ciao.